Hey guys, what is up? Welcome back to the show. Have you guys ever noticed how I, I don't know, I'm kind of not just realizing it, and I could even be wrong here too. Is Have you guys ever noticed, I always say, hey guys, what is up every single time. I guess repetition can be a good thing, you know, but you never know. Um, I don't know. It's, I guess, no, who cares? Throw it out. Um, how was y'all's Halloween? I mean, I, I'm in eighth grade. I went trick-or-treating. Although, I, I went trick-or-treating with a few of my friends. I went to this, uh, little block party before at his, on his street. Um, but I, 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 I don't know if it's just my neighborhood in particular. One of my friends that wasn't trick-or-treating said that no one was really trick-or-treating in his neighborhood either. So I'm not, I don't really know if it's just my neighborhood or if it's kind of a thing in general or if it's because of COVID or anything like that or if the kids in my neighborhood are, are just getting older. But they're usually most years, I didn't trick-or-treat in seventh grade because of COVID, but in previous years before that, there's usually a lot of houses that have plenty of good decorations. And then I got four or five houses that are scary. They got to try to walk through um, without literally running away. I've done it before. I'm kind of a wuss in that case. Um, I mean, I did, I kind of did it this year. I hesitated because it's it's this house in my neighborhood. It's It's got... It's got some dude in the shadows, always with a chainsaw. It kind of moves around every year. few animatronics. Um, and then someone, usually with a knife, standing at the candy bucket, some extremely creepy mask on, just like pointing at the carrot candy bucket, almost daring you to, to, to get your candy. And so I, I, I go past the first part. And then I see the I see the person up on the porch just waving at me, and I'm like, "Nah, man, I'm out." Because um, <laughs> I I don't know, I, it could be different with a lot of people. I'm not really a scary movie type of guy, a horror type of guy. Um, I I kind of I don't. It's not it's not necessarily that I get scared easily. It's just that I don't. I kind of avoid it from the beginning because it's just kind of what my instinctual um, state of being, I guess, in that situation, but, but back, back to what I was saying a bit, a, a minute ago, no one, I mean, I saw 15 kids throughout the three hours I was out, um, and then my, and then I come home, the, the bucket that we were using to give out candy to kids who came to our house, it was practically nearly as full or unless it was refilled, I mean, I heard that we only got four or five groups of kids. It, and, and when I would go to houses, there was less, there was less, um, as good of decorations. And there was a lot more than I've usually, than I've had in the years past of, of just take as much as you want, take two. No one really came to the door that much. Um, which I mean, I'm not necessarily complaining. I still got the candy. Um, and, and it was still fun to go out and hang out with some of my friends. But, but I'm just saying it's, it's a little bit different and it's kind of weird. I mean, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what, what you guys do, um, if you trick or treat or if you just stay home or you give out candy or that type of thing. But, but that's, that's really how my Halloween went down. I mean, it's just, and then just, 
as you as you can probably imagine, Saturdays just watching football. Um, Sundays, I guess a little bit more NFL, but obviously tennis over the weekend, all that. But anyway, so we're gonna getting into this episode. Well, it's it's gonna be almost a little bit of a different type of episode. It's <clears throat> oh sorry, it's gonna be kind of. I just talk. I mean, I've already talked a little bit. It's, it's most likely going to be mostly sports. Um, but I've ta- I talked already a little bit about something that's really off topic to what most of the po- what most of my episodes are about and what the podcast in general is about. I mean, there's sports in the title. Um, but for today's episode, I'm just talking. We're not talking about anything necessarily in particular. I might talk a little bit of fantasy, a little bit of NFL, maybe a game or two that happened last weekend. Um, but that that's what that's what we're talking about all coming up on today's show kind of a long spiel kind of fun to say that i mean no i'm not an idiot don't worry i know what spiel is but anyways still 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 kind of fun to stay stay say whatever i, I can talk okay shut up uh <clears throat> hem hem anyways so the first thing that I'm going to talk about here in this little just chat about episode is the UVA. Now I can, I can really relate. I can, I can talk about this in pretty good detail per se, because I just, obviously y'all, y'all know by now I'm a UVA fan. So, but going, let's take a dive back into this BYU game. Late game, they're heading. They're in in a Provo, Utah, ten fifteen start. If you're on the East Coast, um, and it's really a good game, but it really, I at this point, I don't really know what to do about UVA's defense. I mean, it looked like it had improved. Georgia Tech, Miami, Louisville. I mean, they they put they helped UVA get back into the game and somehow win the game against Louisville. But really, I I appreciate the fact that there's a win showing up in the win column. But really, a missed field goal, a doinked field goal, which is really a 33 yarder. Isn't that like the NFL extra point or something like similar to that? Um, and I was watching that Miami game. They're all praising Bjorquez, Miami's kicker, up until that point, which I know he, I'm not saying that he shouldn't be. He's a very good, he's very good, but like it, 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 it happens two times in a row. And, and then go, go head over to the Georgia Tech game. That's defense and special teams. It, you, 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 UVA gets up 48 to 27 and and they allow they allowed Tech to Georgia Tech to score um they allow 
them to recover two straight onside kicks and then have a 40-yard heave to the end zone, which could have potentially tied the game up and sent it to overtime where they could have blown a 21-point lead and lost a game to a team that they are definitely better than. And and even then, they they they, they get they, – it's, it's – they, that drop by what George, what I think is Georgia Tech's best receiver could have really made a difference. He had a walk-in touchdown and he caught that ball. It was put right in, in, in his hands, right in the bread basket. But, but back, but going back to the BYU game, 66, 49, I'm sorry, but 66 points. I don't care who that, I don't care if it's Alabama. I don't care if they got the Heisman winning running back or quarterback on that team. I don't care. 66 points is really unacceptable. There it's 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 really to me, I mean that that really can't be happening. Um I I Brennan Armstrong, I'm not totally sure yet, but he might have broken his ribs. I was reading an article on that. And something that sums it up very, very well is it said no offense or no defense in all of college football knows how to stop Brennan Armstrong. The problem might be the defense of the team that he plays for. Which now, I had a lot of confidence in this defense um, after week one and two. Now, I know he played William and Mary in that week one game, but go, go, heading into week two, it's week two, it's like we were playing a bet. I mean, it's not, I mean, yeah, they just beat Penn State, but it's not like Illinois is a prominent. Big Ten team, but we still hold them to 14 points while scoring 42 of our own, which really makes me lock in for the season, especially on Brennan Armstrong. Um, and then moving on from that, it, they they head down to Chapel Hill where they throw up 40 points onto the scoreboard, but they're still losing by 20. Brennan Armstrong had 554 yards in that game. 554! But it came down to the defense, which really started to get me worried. I had no issue in our offense. Up to this point, I think we're averaging one of the best passing offenses in all of college football. I mean, we got it's six, seven Jelani Woods, uh, Keaton Thompson, who can still catch and throw people off of him, even with a cast on his hand. And Dontavian Wicks, who has really proved after not really getting much playing time. I mean, to be honest, before the season, I'd never heard of him. Even though he'd been at UVA as a freshman, I'd never really heard of him. But he's really turned into a prominent and, and wide receiver one role for UVA this year. And then that that we fall to two and one after that game. And then, I mean, and then it, so it kind of starts to pick up a little bit. Shutting out Duke, which isn't necessarily a prominent opponent, but in the end, it's still a shutout um, against against an ACC opponent. And then, so we, no, let, let me back up a little bit. So we, 59 to UNC, then 37 to Wake Forest. Well, I know our offense didn't really get going at Wake Forest. It's top 10 now. But a lucky win for our with our defense, but still, much improved from what I'd seen the previous two weeks. And then allowing UVA to get back into the game by only allowing three points in like what was, I think like the third, fourth, into the third, into the fourth quarter, and then shutting out Duke. Um, 
and then it, it really looked like that we were moving in the right direction with the defense, but the, but then the BYU game, you can't for, you can't allow 66 points. How do you lose a game by three possessions after scoring 49? And how how do you give their running back five touchdowns? But anyway, speaking of five touchdowns, go back to Kenneth Walker uh, in that Michigan Michigan State game. I, I, I think I'm going to correct myself. I think B. John Robinson, while he's definitely top five, maybe top three running back in the country right now, maybe top ten in the Heisman race at the moment. But Kenneth, Kenneth really <clears> – <throat> Kenneth really kind of blew me away against Michigan. Um, but, yeah, so – that that, that so this is like this is like my start of my conversation. I mean, this is what I know to talk about most. But let's 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 hop into a little bit of fantasy. So a little bit of fantasy. I want to talk specifically about Christian McCaffrey for a second. I mean, he's he's um he's obviously been out not a lot in his career but but as of like the last couple of seasons he's been out most of the time he only played I think four games last year and then um and but we obviously know how valuable he can be and I as a Panthers fan I mean I I know how much I want him to be playing because he means so much to the Panthers offense um but I want to talk a little bit what how how quickly do I think he's gonna come back now, I followed this ever since he got injured for the first time in this year as well. Um, something that I've noticed, I've I've started to sort of believe. I mean, and maybe it's not the worst idea, especially last season when they weren't going to make the playoffs. I feel like I've noticed that Matt Rule, he says things like, we're optimistic, he's going to start practicing, he might come back in the next couple of weeks. but then. He's put on IR a week later. So it kind of raises some things. And I think, and what I think particularly part of the thing is, is is how much he means to the Panthers' offense. They don't want to make that injury much worse than it already is. And and it comes down to a little bit. So that injury, there is a 10% chance of a re-injury risk. Um, and, and all you got, and all that I got to speculate is that that gets a little bit higher, um, in the fact that he touches the ball the most, whether that's catches, you know, how good of a receiving back he is, whether that's catches or that's getting the ball handed off to him. And, and he's also, he's on the field and he's, he touches the ball more than any other running back and that hamstring injury that he's got has a 10%. So one, so theoretically one out of every 10 games, he might get injured from it again. So it it so in in fantasy I need him back partially because I want the Panthers to make the playoffs but he's also on my fantasy team and I know that he's also on many many of y'all's fan or I don't know he's kind of hard to get but but I mean you might you might have him but um it's it's it 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 kind of sucks I mean I drafted him first overall because he gets he probably gets the most fantasy points or at least you can rely on him the most to do well each week because like it's a point a reception if you're in PPR and then like a reception for ten yards which he, which is kind of pocket change for him it's two fantasy points just right right there like that um so so when do I think he's gonna come back um I this week 
They play, the Panthers play the Patriots. And this, this week is the earliest week he is eligible to return to the Panthers. Um, now, there is a small chance that he can come back this week. So today was the first time he practiced. Um, he he kind of come back and practiced some more. Um, he was a limited participant in practice today. Um, quote, Matt Rule, I would probably say he's pretty limited, not a ton of plays. Um, just trying to begin the process of working him back. We'll see how he looks Thursday in terms um, of this weekend and his availability. See how he responds to this, but no setbacks. So it kind of, so he, it kind of, it kind of, um, this is probably the most optimistic I've seen Matt Rule, although he's been pretty optimistic about him uh, in the previous week. So you can't necessarily tell for sure anymore. But he, he's also said that, that he, if he's not back this week, he will definitely be back week 10. So that's definitely something to monitor. But whether he's just back, back this weekend, back next weekend, you, I, you don't, you don't, you, I say you still, you still play him as what you, I mean, you drafted him in the first round because you, you want him to do well and he's your running back one. So I don't, so I don't have, so even, I don't, I wouldn't have any concerns on his limitations, but start him as running back one. Should he be back this week? But I think he's not going to be back this week. I think he's coming back two weekends from now. And that's going to be big for them because it's going to be big for fantasy managers, but it's also going to be big for for um for the Panthers because they're since the, since then the last what's it eight games yeah so with him playing in games I mean I know they played the Texans the one that he got hurt so like they would beat the Texans either way but they're three and oh three games he he's played in and then since then they've only been able to produce nineteen points of total offense a game or not total offense 19 points a game I mean they can produce a top five defense and they have to this point but it's really tough to win some football games um without your leader on offense and without him um and only scoring 19 points a game but yeah moving on all right so let's say the last thing we talk about here just for a minute Henry Ruggs I don't know if he's been well he's been charged I don't know and he obviously got out. He got out on like a one hundred and fifty thousand dollar bail. And now I don't know if he's been convicted yet, but he's. I'm pretty sure he's at least facing twenty years in prison. He was released from the Raiders on Tuesday, um, after following the accident, him going driving double the legal limit, um, one hundred and fifty six miles an hour, hitting another person, uh. Fatal or killing them and her dog, and then he was injured, girlfriend was injured, and the other person's car goes up in flames. That, I mean, it's just something that you really, really kind of wish to prevent. But yeah, that, that that's what he's facing. His, and see what makes this suck even more. His NFL career, I mean, I don't really see any way he doesn't get convicted. His NFL career is in the toilet. In the toilet. 
He signed his rookie contract, like so he gets 12th overall, one of the fastest 40 times ever. Um, 4.27, that's wicked speed. Um, could, uh, the owner of the Raiders said that this is the one guy that he wanted to draft. Uh, he signed a four, uh, four-year, $16 million contract, and you know that that was only going to improve uh, when, the, when the four years was up because he's only gotten better. But, it, it, I mean, I don't know what it necessarily comes down to. It's just better decisions needed to be made here. But he, he's, he might be gone from the NFL, released by the Raiders on Tuesday, um, fought, pay, facing up to 20 years in prison, most likely going to get there. But that that's what it is. All right, this podcast was made over multiple days. Christian McCaffrey has been activated off of IR. Even more of a chance he plays this Sunday. Um, it's been it's been determined that they're going to figure out how he feels Sunday morning, and most likely to be a game time decision. I think. Um, so I, I mean I guess he's ahead of schedule, right? But anyways, I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Fast Sports Talk. I'm trying to get back on that weekly schedule, and it seems to kind of be going to plan. Um, but I hope you I hope you enjoyed this episode. Yes, I used two microphones. That's why it sounds weird at the end or different at the end. Um, hope you enjoyed this episode of Fast Sports Talk. I'm Preston Green. Be sure to follow if you want. If you didn't like the podcast, just don't say anything. But if you did like the podcast, be sure to take that little second, uh, follow the podcast, tell your friends about it. Um, we're trying to grow it, trying to improve it, but... If you don't like it just act like it never even happened um but anyways have a great rest of your night day wherever you're from um and i'll talk to you next time on the show